Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tabitha Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mirror Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Welcome back to another episode of Glamere. I got some of the boys from Logo TV's Fire Island, which is on Logo every Wednesday night. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday night. Thursday Thursday's at night. night. Thursdays at 8. And then I, they replay it uh, after Drag Race. VH1. Uh, Fridays at 9 on VH1. Well, I got Patrick McDonald. Say hello. Hi. I've got Jorge Bustios. Hola, bebes. I Did I screw that up? I said it good. Did you do that again? That's yeah. so good. Um, all right. So, first of all, uh, welcome. It's just a fun show. Um, and... What brought you to the show? Like, how did you come from Venezuela as a doctor, Jorge? Yes. To Fire Island on a TV show. Yeah, so I received a call from, first I received a call from my friend Julio. He told me to do this casting. Yeah. So then I received an email from the casting company. And then and, the rest is I, history. Yeah. Same with you, Patrick? Yeah, sort of my ex-boyfriend like texted me and was like, hey, I think Kelly Ripa's company's going to call you about something. I was like, okay. Ooh, fabulous. And then, yeah, it was a couple months later. Me and Jorge were actually... When we were going in for our like final interview, casting interviews, mm-hmm. me and Jorge's overlapped. Oh, so he yes, was the I first one. For the first <laughs> Did you guys give each other the stink <laughs> eyes you walk past each other? Like, who is this? No, I think uh, right when I saw him, I was like, oh, she's on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's actually kind of an accurate display of Fire Island, don't you think? Like some of the other shows, where they try and show the summer stuff, it's a little bit more. But you guys are full on. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, it's very much... You know, a lot when the show first started, there was like the community there on the island was like a little Pissed. hesitant. Yeah, you know, they always about, are about how it would be portrayed. And uh, I've actually spent some time on the island since it's aired, mm-hmm. and the, the response there has been pretty like positive and and you people know like it, which is cool because like those are the people I think were going to be the hardest to please. But they were like, you know, you've got people like doing family dinner, people showing up late, people bringing up uninvited guests to the house. These are the things that people... Happens in a summer house. Yeah. Okay, so I want to make sure that I explain to people, or you explain to people, one of you guys, what Fire Island is to the gay community. What is it? Go, Patrick. (laughs) Go, Patrick. (laughs) Because Patrick, because you know Patrick was living in Fire Island. So even though uh, he was your first time last year, right? Second year. Second year. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been going to Fire Island for the last five years. Mm-hmm. But but for, uh, Patrick, he actually lived in Fire Island last year. And oh. he's actually living in Fire Island right now. I am. You are? Yeah. So well, who better? I'm you. back. You're right. like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Fire Island for decades has just been a safe haven for the gay community. You know, mm-hmm. a place for people to go and feel free to... Just do whatever they want, mm-hmm. like whether that's you know walk around in heels and a boa and a speedo, <laughs> uh-huh. or like just even simple as like holding, as holding uh, 
hands with your boyfriend. Yeah. So you, you just feel free to be whoever you want to be and whatever you want. It's yeah. a safe place. Exactly. And there's a big story, big history behind the, yeah. the island, you know? I mean, you know, back in the 70s, this is where people were going, you know, when it wasn't accepted to be yeah. gay. And then the also AIDS be, crisis uh, yeah. hit yeah. in the 80s and, you know, the Pines really became like a hospice. Yeah. And so many people died there. And so there's really this that like rich energy and love that's mm -hmm. intertwined with, you know, how big of an epidemic that was. And yeah. like how how really amazing, right? It was right. A, it was a place that people were were, were, safe were going to take to get cured from okay treated from, really? from HIV. That I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. I didn't that's know what that. so, trying to yeah, say. Yeah, a lot oh. of the properties and stuff became hospice. So wow. people were going so out there to you're get you're talking real hospice, not truly. like yes. yeah, wow. during the during the know. HIV uh -huh. uh, epidemic in the eighties people used to go it was it was a place to go and get treated because nobody nobody wanted to other people to know that they had the the mm -hmm. disease the, mm -hmm. you know and, and, and they know. used to go to gays used to go to Far Island to get treated there wow yeah. yeah so that's remarkable exactly yeah so you know there was a lot of a lot of loss there mm -hmm. too of like you know yeah. people's loved ones and mm -hmm. stuff so that really made it you know just even that more of a mm -hmm. community and like a safe place so it's really cool to now be a part of kind of representing that to the rest of the world because a lot of people don't know what Fire Island is. No, some people, don't, which is why I didn't want to get into what we were talking about without giving people some kind of a backstory as to what Fire Island is. Yeah. Um, and um, what it means to the gay community. Um, you guys come in, you guys did not know each other before necessarily. No. Nope. Before, right? No. And so you came together, there's six of you. Mm -hmm. um, talk about that. Because <laughs> there's been a lot of fighting and. Jorge and I were talking about you know family dinners and yes. what, what happens this week. So, um, what was that like walking into a room or a house with strangers? Well, I think you know the thing with the cast is like Kassan, which is my my best friend. Yeah. So you guys did know each we, other. We we did know each other for a long time. Mm -hmm. So then after that, Kassan brings uh, the other guys to the house, mm -hmm. and we actually met when we walked in the house so we, we didn't know each other mm -hmm. so I was talking with Patrick the other day because for me it was easy to choose a roommate mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah roommate because I had, I, had, yeah. I had Kassan but for them that they didn't know each other they so had to they had to make a decision that day when they how did you <laughs> make a decision you were like he's cool he's yeah. well, mine was made for me because I was the last he one there he, he was the last kind one kind of like today you were the last yeah. one here yeah. today yeah. and we made you sit in that yeah. chair exactly. <laughs> Patrick, you know. signatures yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like a like a habit so, well yeah I mean because I was they all arrived out there to uh -huh. the island and then they'd all got into the house and they paired off and so when I got there my my roommate was chosen for me it was Justin mm -hmm. which I was thrilled about we had like this little bungalow part mm -hmm. of the house so you could only get into our room like from one door from right. the outside so you guys were kind of isolated so it was kind of nice to have like in so, the madness yeah. like have a safe space where you could kind of escape to um, <laughs> there is a lot of madness yes and what have we seen so far we've seen a lot of crazy um, what happened um, the last time I, I watched was you guys had a family dinner mm -hmm. family, uh. a house dinner and that was really is but you guys were talking about family members that you were bringing in right and um, take me through that because that got pretty emotional for you oh, that's perfect that Patrick and me were yeah. here yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> right? because it was actually Patrick that brought all these people to the house so then what happened was we planned for the first weekend a family barbecue. Yeah. So I invited my closest friends. I invited my friend Ahila, like with her daughter and you know some other friends, and then we were all outside in the pool, mm -hmm. you know, chilling. And then 
Patrick's boyfriend at that time he brought like uh, not boyfriend the guy I was I did, seeing he, he not your still boyfriend that he was his boyfriend <laughs> I mean Patrick what does it either. take to make you hey, make him a boyfriend we gotta talk about uh, that well, it, it makes that two, the, the two, two then of the them. two parts accept to be boyfriends okay. well, apparently did, did he the accept part, and you didn't I think so, I don't are you think the one that didn't accept Patrick he's like I no, want to no I think uh, no it's the other way around oh you wanted to be the boyfriend <laughs> yeah oh I'm sorry yeah. you know well screw him Patrick is the Brandon is the bad one Patrick is a good one yeah. there you go Patrick. there you go oh, high five you, oh that's sweet so but there was a lot of talk at the table about the mother of somebody's mom was coming right yeah. and then other people's parents were coming and then they yeah. were being really that's actually this this week's yeah this episode. coming week yeah this week's episode yeah yeah it was you know it's really, one of my favorite things about the show is we've gotten to kind of get to know everyone's families you know mm-hmm. what i mean like oh, i did this drag show in one of the episodes my mom like skyped in and then so i get to like sh- that was one of the most fun parts about the show so far just kind of like share that with my parents and is, stuff. Th- is there things that your parents have seen watching the show that they didn't know about you because they're not was, not no? really i'm pretty i have a really good relationship with my parents we're like best mm-hmm. friends so mm-hmm. i kind of talk to them all the time about everything so they're so. they like they weren't like oh my gosh that's my son in a speedo on the beach with a boa no, they were very prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think my mom never saw me like kissing, kissing someone. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that, then she's seeing it now. Yeah. What so did she? Did she say anything about that? Well, you watch it with me when we saw it for I the know. first time. <laughs> with her. What happened? And she was just like excited watching, like like stuck. Yeah, she was loving TV. it. She was loving it. And I was like, oh my god, I didn't expect this reaction from my mom. Oh, yeah. that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> Jorge's mom is adorable. She's freaking beautiful. Yeah, sweet. Like, just well, well, it brought up a lot of emotions because I want yeah. you to, because it, it by the time you know t- today when people are listening, this show's episode has already have aired. Right. So, talk us through what happened because last week you guys were at dinner and Jorge, you got very emotional. Yes. Why? Yes, yes. I mean, well, it, they have this family this family weekend, mm-hmm. so most of them they brought their families, and and I was one of the only ones that, that couldn't bring my family. And for me, that day of that of that dinner we had, it was a very emotional day because it was actually my father's birthday, mm-hmm. and and exactly a year ago from that I lost my dad. He was murdered birthday. in Venezuela. Yes, he was murdered in Venezuela. Yes, and then of course it was the first day that I couldn't call him and say how much I love him and yeah. say happy birthday to him so then when I saw the guys like fighting about you know having having the parents at home so mm-hmm. I said come on guys like you shouldn't be fighting for this you know you never know when your parents are going to be gone mm-hmm. and, and you're right and it's really hard when you've lost someone and to sit there and listen to people talk yeah, about mm-hmm. oh my, my family my member my family member is coming for mm-hmm. Christmas my birthday and then you don't have that oh, it's wow. really hard it's you really hard no yeah. yeah that moment was sort of like you know, it was eye-opening for me, uh, shooting the show, and just that, like, you know, we were me and Cheyenne, kind of one of the other guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we were kind of bickering a lot at this point, mm-hmm. and uh, just talking about that, and then, you know, we all kind of break off and realize Jorge was upset, and when I heard why, it really just made me just kind of like step back and be like, "All right, let's yeah, calm I mean, down here. You have a lot to be thankful for," yeah. and you know. Yeah. Let's not like sweat the small stuff. So it was really like just beautiful to be kind of there with these other five guys and get to learn these things about them, these pivotal moments in their lives. And that brought us all really close together, you know? Yes. And, you were, and, and then you think that by hearing his story, it helped you guys also to kind of like chill a little bit. Mm-hmm, for sure. You were telling me about what happened with your dad, and I'd love yeah. for you to tell me again. 
about yeah. how it happened and you know what you're discussing earlier. Well, it, you know, it, it was it was horrible. You know, like he was my mom and my dad. They used to they live they used to live in the countryside mm-hmm. and they they used to go in different cars every day mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. And that night they were going home, mm-hmm. and my mom stopped to my par- to my grandparents' house to eat something. My dad kept going home mm-hmm. and when he arrived home he i think he found these people and these people torture him and, and kill him mm-hmm. and then they were they were looking for my mom and my dad mm. so then actually my i think when they shot my dad so the pe- the people around start coming to my house mm-hmm. and then and then these people that did this they they left Ran. and my mom was the one finding my dad outside of my house in the grass mm. my god you know it was it was a f- uh, thank god i wasn't there and i and i and i didn't get to see this yeah. it was Wow. Some things it you changed can't my life. steal. Yeah. It changed my life completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, you were telling me that you guys were estranged for a very long time and you guys became close. Yes. Yes. So, wow. And that's why, that's why, that's why that, that night was so emotional because, yeah. you know, <laughs> being gay in Latin America is difficult. Yeah. And for, for, a, for that, mm-hmm. you know, with all this machismo, mm-hmm. to, have, to have gay son is not mm-hmm. right. And they don't. And your da- dad didn't accept and it. Da- my dad was in the upsection. Yeah. And and so when I said I was gay at 21 years old, mm-hmm. he he told me. I remember December 21st. Mm-hmm. He told me there is no fag living mm-hmm. under my roof, and he kicked me out of the house. Oh. I took my my brush teeth. Mm-hmm. Your toothbrush. Uh, my toothbrush. Yeah. Sorry, it's my okay. fucking English. Okay. <laughs> my Spanish sucks. Too, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still learning some words. It's <laughs> me too in English. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I, I talked that, mm-hmm. and and then I I left. I had no place to hide. I had to go to friend and live with him. And there was no chair for me at Christmas at Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. taught me about. Three or five, three or four years to regain my dad on my side, but it took me a lot of understanding to to know that what they needed was education, and I had to educate them, mm-hmm. and I educate. I did it with love, mm-hmm. you know, with love and with time, mm-hmm. you know. I was the one staying on the weekends with my house uh, mm-hmm. in my house with my dad. Meanwhile, my my other brother and, and sister they were going out. Yeah. I was staying with my ha- with so my dad watching TV. Him to relearn yes. who you were. Yes, that's like, really you know showing intense. him that uh, yeah. I, I could be successful. I can I could have a relationship like like they like he did. Mm-hmm. And and when I brought my and boyfriend for the gay. first time, mm-hmm. he was it was difficult for him to get it. But after a little bit, he got it. Yeah. And, and the last four, two years of my dad, it was amazing. He was my best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, my boyfriend became the new son. <laughs> and you know, usually we, we used to go like to, to travel and do business and somewhere else. And and I used to go. We used to go in the car. My dad and my boyfriend in the front, and I was back like I was like. Like, no you, was. Were the, like you were the third wheel. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. That was super cute. Yeah. 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 And you know, it's but such a beautiful story. It is you a know? beautiful story. Just it how much love, like overcomes and conquers any kind of like yeah, there is nothing that loves yeah can, cannot get yeah and that's a big testament to you too because a lot of people in that moment could get angry and then just shut off as well but you yeah. like knew that you know you could get through and i'm glad it didn't make you bitter because um so many bad things can happen and you can become bitter and, yeah. and hurt other people because yeah. you're hurt um, and I think that that's a real testament to you. Yeah, but that it's, it is all about education. It tells you, it's, yeah. You but, have to but, educate yourself first. Exactly, but I'm saying like when you, when that thing happened, you had finally had your father back in your yeah. life. 
and then he's taken away from you so suddenly. Yeah. But you're still, um, a, you know, kind. You're still I forgive. full of love. I so, forgive. Yeah. Forgiveness is yeah. the key, you know, like. But you're kind of the gentle one in the house, I would say. You're the, definitely the peacekeeper. What mm-hmm. would you say, Patrick? No, that's Kassan. I don't Kassan. think he's the peacekeeper. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Scratch that. that. No. No. We'll I see, mean, we're going to see more non peacekeeping. Uh, okay. I would say, well, you know, just Jorge's very, like, bursting <laughs> with energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I would say, like, the peacekeeper would definitely be Kassan. Yeah. yeah. He's the most even kneeled, like, of everyone. He's the booster, for he sure. Is. Yeah. There's that one point you'll see in the next couple of weeks a big fight erupts, and mm-hmm. he, he's like, yells at me. He's like, shut up. And it was the first time Kassan had ever yelled at me, and I was just like, oh, my God. Maybe I've gone too far. What <laughs> happens this week? Like, <laughs> the, the, the episode that um, just aired. Yes. So with the family coming. So the family, everybody's Jorge, family. Jorge, you said it wasn't a good one for you. No, I mean, so, for me to watch it, I, I, yeah. it, it so, was so difficult. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I broke again. You know, yeah. I was crying so yeah. much. Why? Yeah. Well, this the family week. Yeah, the, the because fami- you missed your family. I mean, like, yeah. to, to see myself having that moment and, you know, re- see my dad's pictures on TV, like, oh, coming by, yeah. oh, are you yeah. crazy? And yeah. Yeah, no, it was no, emotional. Not easy. There's just a lot of heavy moments, I think, in the episode. Um, you know, one of our cast members, uh, p- other parents, Justin, they come to mm-hmm. visit, and since the show wrapped, his father passed away. Oh, and my so God. so it's really layered yeah. for him, mm-hmm. you know. And we all, you know, we care about each other a lot, and we all went through that together. And so all of it is really emotional, I feel like. Kassan's mom comes out, and we get to hear just kind of about Kassan's life growing up mm-hmm. and, you know, all the things that he's overcome as well. And what struck me doing that episode was, like, how much all of these guys have overcome in their lives and still managed to be, like you said, mm-hmm. such, like, loving and beautiful people mm-hmm. like it was really that weekend i remember getting a lot closer to everybody you know and understanding yeah. more just because when you meet yeah. someone's family it kind of you know helps yeah. you understand where they came it from does. and like it does. Yeah, and, and even for me he helps me he helped me he, he helped me to understand what i was doing mm-hmm. what i was doing there because when i had that moment at the dinner and i ran away because i didn't want to ruin the dinner i didn't want to have this moment didn't want to anybody you know in front of, anybody, in front of, of like mm-hmm. not nah, in front of t- from a camera yeah. i didn't want to have that mm-hmm. moment there so then after that the producers they approached me and they said jorge listen i know i know this is difficult for you yeah but this is something that you have to share to the world and people will identify with you maybe this will help so many people to overcome something like like happens when yeah. some hap- something happened like like yeah. happened to you yeah um do you regret doing that now no. that you watch it back no, no i don't i i i still feel it, i still feel in that moment when i watch it yeah but if if it's gonna bring something good out of it I'm happy to share it with you guys. Well, I think it's vulnerable, and I think yeah. vulnerability is really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. What's, Go ahead. I was gonna ask you, what's the biggest thing you've had to overcome? Because you keep talking about how everybody else has overcome, and you've been watching yeah. them. And I'm putting the spotlight on you because <laughs> you know it's not just what everybody else. You must kind of. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot. Of, speaking of the vulnerability, sorry. Speaking of vulnerability, you know, on the show. Um, just going through like dating somebody you know yeah. just starting to to date somebody as the show started filming and, and the then cameras are on you yeah and then you know just kind of the layers of that how like oh this reality show kind of like i think overwhelmed and freaked him out yeah and but then at the same time he's part of it so they're shooting and mm-hmm. 
and anyway, just like just having to come to the realization like, oh, we started this on camera, now we've got to finish it. So yeah. now I'm gonna be like, oh. Was there extra pressure to maybe move faster because of the cameras? Not move faster, just kind of like, I think there was maybe pressure for you to define what this was. Yeah. Like, oh, who's this guy? Meanwhile, Is he your boyfriend? Is this your, I'm and like, meanwhile, you guys haven't talked about that yet. Exactly. And I hate that because I, I talk to a lot of people, a lot of people who are on reality TV, and a lot of them who are married or in relationships, and I'm telling you right now, it is not good for your relationship. Yeah, I, I know I that. I don't care what they say <laughs> or how they behave, it's not good for your relationship. Yeah. It's only good if one of them is not really in front of the camera that much. Otherwise, yeah. it's not good. The more that the other half is in front of the camera, the more that you're gonna get exploited no question. Absolutely. No fucking question. But, you know, it was a good lesson for me, too. I'm like, I'm grateful for the experience because, you know, the guy was then like, you know, I'm not trying to date you. And it ended up like coming together into a conversation that me and Jorge had mm -hmm. last week's episode that was really like vulnerable for me and being like, you know what, this guy doesn't want to date me. But like that was something I was going through in my life at the time. And I'm glad that I like put that out there because, yeah. you know, it's just. There's something healing kind of about like having moments that you wouldn't necessarily want out there, out there. Cause it's, and it's like. I love okay. that you call it healing. That's good. <laughs> Look at it. It's healing. It's not embarrassing at all. This show is all. full of healing it's for me. It's full of healing. I am healed. That's what I'm going to say every yes. time I see something like myself. I am healed. Oh, yeah, that like, is healing. It's healing me right now. It's healing that sore. Um, but that's good. Do you talk to this guy still? Um, uh, is he watching this? No. I'm actually going to see him this weekend. Did you weekend, just I say, think. can you do that again? I wish you know. Well, I mean, he's going to be on the island this weekend. Uh. But um, has he been watching? <laughs> you know, he ran uh. into Cheyenne last weekend in oh, Palm really? Springs. What Ooh. happened? I haven't heard. But mm. You haven't just, called him to find out? No. Oh, we should you do have that. restraint. <laughs> you have restraint. I've heard that I he's be, seen the show because it doesn't be, paint him in the, in the best light. Right. Well, yeah. I would look at the Instagram story, which is probably what it was on, and be like, yo, what the fuck happened? What's going on? What is this guy saying? Like, I'd be on the phone with him as he was there. It's yeah. not worth it. It is for me because I don't mm. know you. <laughs> so I'm not saying if I were you, I would call. But um, so, so obviously, bigger and better onto it, But obviously, he's watching the show, and you guys. But you guys are like, you know, let him watch at his house and you watch with your people. Well, this is the funny thing about it for me is that all these guys that I worked with last mm -hmm. summer on the island, so mm -hmm. they're all watching the show too because they're like in it a lot, you mm -hmm. know? And so there's like a whole community mm -hmm. of these people that work there that I've been back around these yeah. past couple of weeks mm -hmm. and they've all been like talking about him and like, oh, he's seen it. Like, well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think he likes it, but whatever. You oh, know, so but you're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. At the like, same I didn't time, make I'm him like, do anything exactly. Either. I did like, not you know make what? him you act did that it. way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it's it's funny because how have you guys been received by the community in general? Like your your peers. Well, I think it's been, I think it's been great. Yeah. You know, it's it's pretty funny because at at the beginning, because before the show was out. Mm -hmm. People was commenting and the comments were like really yeah, bad. Yeah, because be I read a couple of the comments and a couple of the comments were like, "You guys aren't representing the gay community. Exactly, it's a right. terrible representation." Exactly. What does that mean? No, it doesn't mean what anything mean? because what we're not representing. But I don't understand what it means. We're not representing anybody. We're like, representing why? ourselves. Yeah. yeah, because we're 
six men that happen to be put on a show and happen to be gay like we represent every gay yeah. man in the world I know like, that's so crazy I don't get that either <laughs> when people say you're a terrible representation of the gay community I'm like but what does that mean because if you go to any community and go to any house you can't say that that house is a representation yeah. of New York and, City and, and, and or if, whatever we, we're six people yeah. and you know? if we were looking to represent all the gay community that would be impossible we were like we, we have, we'll have to be like a 200 different castmates because exactly. Yeah. exactly there's so many different kind of gays but so you've been received well since then well yeah I would say you know right at the beginning yeah there was a lot of like naysayers but um and then SNL did a spoof (laughs) I saw that Cherry Grove that was hilarious and that sort of I feel like changed the narrative a little bit because it was like that's pretty freaking mainstream you know yeah and people were like you know what let me just let me just describe uh, SNL did a skit about Fire Island, yes. and then they said, "Well, our new logo TV show is called Cherry, Cherry Grove, Grove, which is five affluent lesbians living in a house <laughs> together." And I've I've laughed I laughed so. Hard. We were all just d- gagging over it. It was Couldn't so believe amazing. It. Couldn't believe it. Because yeah. you know Cherry Grove is just the town over from yeah. the Pines where we were staying, mm-hmm. and it is like you know there are a lot of lesbians there. Yeah. So it was just so funny. The people of Cherry Grove, too, like, loved it. Right. And, well, uh, it was funny because they, they show you see crazy sex scenes and you got the guys <laughs> jumping on being yeah. cats with their Speedos and then you got... Beth, did you bring my water socks? <laughs> or how about, Beth. I see you. Do you see me? Do you, do you see, see me? me? Yes. And so you got these two lesbians. Do you see me? I see you. Do you see me? Kate McKinnon. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And then they're like... Sir, turn down that jazz. There are five miracles, <laughs> miracles of, of water, water birth, birth in the house. <laughs> you know it, girl. <laughs> Excuse me. What is what? What, what are like water birth? What the miracles it? of water birth. Miracles. That means they were they born at a home in, water bath. Pool. Hold they were on. born in the pool. Yeah, or what? The, the, the birds? The, the, the babies. The babies came out of them, out of the coop. Oh, so yes. home water birth. I thought it was a bird. <laughs> a bird? No, water birth, not oh, bird. You know that. You delivered oh like 300 God, babies. Wait a second. He thought it was water uh, bird. No. Yeah, I said like, like you know, a like, water birth. Like, yeah. I said, I never see one of those. Oh, my God. Water <laughs> so, birth. So now does it make sense to you? There are five <laughs> miracles of water birth, birth. in the house. I mean, like so the, five they gave children birth in the water. In the water. Ah, that ruins everything. You yeah, know that Jorge. You know Jorge. I think it given, makes it better. He has uh, delivered like three hundred something yeah, babies. Yeah. Me too. We're not both doctors. Not in water though. No, and I've never done a water birth. Yeah. The regular birth is traumatizing. I remember the first time I delivered my first baby. I'm. Li- I said to myself. Why did God make me a woman? Yeah. <laughs> traumatizing. I, I had yeah, no I, idea what was coming. How, ma- how many babies did you deliver? I had to deliver about 200. You okay. have to. I, I mean. did 476. <laughs> wow. wow. Did there you like it? I loved it. You must it. have loved it. Because I, I was done. It. I was counting everyone like, okay, yeah, 199. But one, do, uh, do, one more to go. Do you have to like to commit to a record? Yeah. 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 Well, you had to to be able to. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, my record was like 200 too. But I, I loved it so much. I didn't. I remember I was. I remember it wasn't. I don't think I would enjoy it. I didn't. I wasn't that room where you have all these ladies like, yeah. they waiting, waiting to give birth yeah. and you know sometimes it's difficult for them so what I used to do I used to turn on the I radio so. I, used yeah. to, I used to put the radio <laughs> on uh-huh. and dance reggaeton with them so I said okay ladies let's stand up and then let's go down dancing they down must have down, loved down. You. they I loved me like, they I know, used to I name their babies Jorge baby. they, they were like seven Jorge's Oh yeah. my God! They love they, they named their babies after you. Yeah, of course. Okay, so no I've got way, a funny. Really? I used to push him to do it. Yeah, you can push oh, such well, a sexy name. <laughs> so you want to hear one of my funny birth stories? Um, I was I was in an inner city hospital where majority of the people giving birth were not educated, probably didn't finish high school, very young teenage, and um, some of them 
most of them, the parents were just the moms were there. And we gave birth to one. We rounded on the next morning. And we said, okay, well, what did you name your baby? And this girl was probably 15 years old. And she's like, no, I really liked what you guys named her. And I'm like, we're all standing there like. Oh, oh. you have no idea what happened. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. When I listen so he to goes, you. he goes. We, what, what did we name her? They're like, Fimale. We love that name. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I can't Fimale. even laugh at this I poor mean, but girl. that happens everywhere. Yeah. That, like for me, it was like, you know what? I, I Sometimes great. I push them to call them like a regular female name yeah. or Jorge. Fimale. When it was, when it was, a, when it was a boy. Because their names, they were like, Michael Jackson, yeah. Britney Spears, something like that. They wanted to call the babies like that. I, I know, couldn't. You see a lot. <laughs> Poor you baby. Lot. Do you still <laughs> practice? Uh, no, I don't. I it. miss it, but you I miss do? it so much. Yes. Okay, so, but that's quite a journey. I mean, you probably had a life experience, and you were like, "Okay, I'm done with this. Mm. I'm gonna do something else." No, I miss it. I miss it a lot. You do. Yeah. You gonna try and do that here, mm, in this country? I, I don't think so. No. Like when I move here, I. I changed completely, yeah. and then I tried yeah. to pursue like a new, uh, another dream that I always yeah. had was like, go, you know, going into into the media. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. Well, what are you guys planning now? Like you've done you've done this show. You're doing a lot of press for it. Um, Logo TV's, you know, loving it. People mm -hmm. are liking it. What's gonna happen next? What do you guys want? Uh, we we first we're waiting for a second season, and I think. But that's but happen. you can't wait for anything, right? Because I know. you can't wait because you're gonna drive yourself nuts. Yeah. You can't sit still waiting for the phone to ring yeah. for anything or anyone. So what are you mm, gonna do? So true. Well, for me, I'm one of the most things I'm most excited about is uh, next week's show. Mm -hmm. uh, I get to perform some of my original country music on the mm -hmm. show. Mm -hmm. And so that will be also my single will be on iTunes mm -hmm. that same day. Mm -hmm. And so for the past like six months, I've been working on a country album. You and are? So my next Why like, country? Well, I'm from Georgia. Georgia. You know, oh, I didn't I, hear I, any I, of the Georgia in you. <laughs> I didn't hear any you know, of Georgia. You know, it's just sort of like, bring it it's on. what I grew up on, can you, you know? Can you just, if I ask you to do like a snippet from your single, can you do that? Yes. Please. Sure. Do it, do it, do it, do it. <coughs> okay. There you go. An exclusive, Patrick. Patrick. When it's over, you're like a running bow shot with a poison dart. Woo! <laughs> Good. Thank you. Yes, I yeah, had it's no very, idea. Like, sultry, You're such uh, a crooner. Breakup song. Yeah, I wrote yeah. it right after like it's really bad breakup, and it was a really like powerful moment for me doing it on the show. It was mm -hmm. the first time I performed it live. Wow. Um, and yeah, it was really cool. And so country songs are really like biting. Like they get to the point. Like you fuck yeah, me over. Yeah, it's a storyteller genre. Yeah. You know, that's my favorite thing about it. It's because you know I love telling a story and. Country songs really get in and tell, tell a specific story, and uh, that's kind of the way I write. Like the, the I kind of journal and uh -huh. come up with songs that yeah. way, and like, yeah, it's just it's sort it's therapeutic too to like kind of get it out, and you know, the song is called "How to Learn to Let You Go." Oh, that's a great name. Look out for it on that. How to awesome. Learn to Let You Go by Patrick McDonald. Yes, indeed. Is that this one single? You have an album that you're gonna follow I have up an, with? Yes, gotcha. I have. I've written like seven songs in the past few months. Oh, good. So, nice. yeah, ever since the show, I, like, spent some time in Georgia, like, back home with mm -hmm. my family and just kind of, like, let that get inspire back. me. And you also get back to your roots and learn a little bit. Yeah. yeah sometimes you got to unplug. 
Absolutely. You know, I definitely needed that after after that intense Fire Island intense experience. <laughs> so, Jorge, other than waiting for season two, which you're not allowed to just wait for a season two, okay? he's not waiting. He's you doing can. a lot. Tell me what you're doing. Yeah, tell me more. Well, I'm, yes, I'm doing a lot. So Good. I have I have my uh, YouTube channel gotcha. with my best friend Julio. It's mm-hmm. called Jorge and Julio. Oh, nice. Yeah, actually, we're talking a lot about the show in the in the next episodes. Good. What and do you got? Yeah, from? I went on and did it. You yeah, did? It was super yeah. fun. What do you cover? Just you interview or what do you do? Yeah, I do interviews and also I like make fun with my friend. Uh-huh. I love interviewing, so uh, yeah. I would love to have my own TV show. I, yeah. My whole, like, just do like, it. I mean, that's my YouTube, ultimate goal, too, yeah. is YouTube, to have my YouTube own talk show. TV, just yeah, do your I'm, own I'm just, thing, yeah. I'm just like, you know, working hard, really hard on it and practicing because interviewing could be like really hard. Mm-hmm. And and then that that's that's one of the things. And on the other side, I have a company. I do sunglasses, mm-hmm. and I'm making a new collection of sunglasses for oh, a designer great. called Angel Sanchez. Oh, me! I know who nice. that is. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Yes. Yeah. So you aren't just sitting by the phone. <laughs> yeah, I know. Of course, I'm not. No, I never, well, I never wait. Yeah. It throws me. Well, yeah. You know what's great about <laughs> talking to you guys? Um, I I see that there's a genuine friendship here because there are times where I can see you standing up for him, even like I'm teasing him a little bit, and Patrick yeah. stands up for him. And, you know, so it's sweet to watch that. And yeah. I kind of like for me, I think the reason shows do well on TV is when there's real relationships there. When people yeah. try and fake it or try to act. Just like in life, it will fail miserably. Yeah. So I like yes. seeing that. And I think that you guys, it's really nice to see how much you've both been through and that you can talk Thank about you. it and, and learn and, and proceed with and some. And heal. And heal. <laughs> that yeah, healing. And have some fun, too. Yeah. yeah so sure. um, what's kind of like, what do you want people, what do you hope that people learn or from watching you guys this season, Patrick? What do I hope people learn? I would say uh, just that you know nobody's perfect and like um it's okay to not be right all the time you Mm -hmm. know what i mean Mm -hmm. i would i would say that was a lesson for me in in the show that like you know yeah you can be opinionated and have your have your thoughts and you know opinions Mm -hmm. on something but be open to hearing the other person's side because you may may like learn learn something. something and i definitely did in some of the confrontations that I had well I mean the biggest confrontation really arc of the show is between me and this guy Cheyenne and you know there's still a lot of that coming but through that experience I learned I learned a lot from him you know Mm -hmm. about myself and and in ways that I didn't think he would have a thing to teach me is it a mistake if you learn from it I don't know no I don't think so at all that's how I feel about you Jorge no well I hope that people can be themselves much more. Yeah. You know? Like, enjoy to be yourself. Enjoy being yourself. Enjoy yeah. to be yourself. Like, this is what we did. Mm-hmm. Actually, guys, we are not representing anyone. You're just This is you. us. This yeah. is just us. What you see on the, on the TV screen, it's, it's me. It's me. The way I laugh, the way I do, the way I cry. Everything yeah. is me. Yeah. So enjoy to be yourself. Yeah. There's nothing more that. beautiful in life. I love that. Yeah. Just some, live your best life. Live you know? your best life. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, please give me your guys' social media and um and plug it. Yeah, you can find me in Jorge Bustillos uh-huh. and Jorge Bustillos in almost all the social media yep. platforms. It's J O R G E B U S T I L L O S. That's his single right there. Yes, my album is called Jorge. And I want you to say yours with the country country accent. Your Georgia accent. Bring it. You can find me on Instagram at the Patrick McDonald, and then on Twitter at Patty Mac Four Two. P A T T Y M A C. Yeah. going to forget that. <laughs> Take us out with the song, Patrick. Oh, what song? How about uh 
I will always Just love you. take oh. my hand. The theme song for the show. Yes, do it. Sing yours. Sing yours. Sing it. No, he's going to sing his new song. I'll like sing it. The very gonna, new song. I'm going to take called, us out while you're singing. It is called Jorge is Everything. Yeah, sing that. <laughs> sing a little bit. Jorge is And thank you all for joining us. Everything. At Glam Mirror. Everything with the boys I want. From Logo Radio. Everything I need. And good night. Jorge Bastillo. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Woo, yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, hit. It's going to be a hit. Hit. Awesome. Thank you. Yay. That was great. Hope you guys had fun. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.